Thank you. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Face the Nation. I am one of your news broadcasters, Jesse Jackson. And joining me across the table is Sylvan Groth. I didn't realize this was a serious panel, but I am ready to discuss whatever topics come up in this song by our favorite musician, John Hyatt. Yes, I, yeah, Face the Nation. I can't wait to hear just the facts about it. But wow, what a very serious title. And (laughs) yeah, so this is Perfectly Good Podcast, the only podcast on the internet where you're Wonderful reporters are going through every Springsteen, every John Hyatt song in alphabetical order. That Springsteen alphabetical, that's our other guys. Tip of the hat, gentlemen. Yes. Yes, absolutely. All right. (laughs) Sylvan, give us some scoop on Face the Nation. Absolutely. So Face the Nation is track six of 11 on the album called Two Bit Monsters. It's the third we've discussed from that album. So I won't go too much into the details of how the album was produced. It was the last for MCA produced by Denny Bruce. The band on this album are Howard Epstein on bass, Shane Keister on keyboards, and Daryl Verdusco on drums, and of course, John Hyatt on guitar and vocals. I did a little bit of digging to get some of the context that Face the Nation, we can be pretty sure John is referring to a pretty famous TV news show, which actually began November 7th, 1954 on CBS and is now one of the longest running news programs. Face the Nation, the TV show is almost as old as our dear hero, John Hyatt, who was born August 20th, 1952. And it we'll get into the lyrical analysis, but I did want to pull up a particular review that was from the Boston Globe. It was published in July, 1980. For the album, Two-Bit Monsters, the reviewer Mark Allen notes, Hyatt's effort is strong, angry, and intelligent. He is not content to sneer. Rather, Hyatt is one to ridicule and condemn. Face the Nation expresses both Hyatt's disbelief of television news and his own frustration at not being able to reach a larger audience. He sings, put down your time in Newsweek, listen to me when I speak. That's a bold notion. And while Hyatt obviously doesn't have all the answers, he has more than most. And I think that is just about perfectly said. There are lots of great reviews out there because the 80s were a great time for rock journalism, even if John wasn't getting quite the attention that I think we all looking back would think he deserved. So I I will save some of that for another time, but let's dig into Face the Nation. All right. We are going to be back to talk about this very early angry john this is every time i see this album cover with his stern face with the cigarette out of his mouth i go this is angry young man yes we will i want to smack that cancer stick right out of his mouth absolutely (laughs) uh we'll be back in just a moment Hello, Pantheon Podcast listeners. Christian Swain here to tell you more about my experience with Raycon earbuds. Our family now has three pairs of Raycon earbuds around the house. And my wife just grabbed a pair of the headphone pros to replace some headphones from a company that was double the price. And yes, she loves them. Now, if you haven't pulled the trigger on a pair of Raycons, 
Even if you have, but you're in the market for another pair because they're just that good, well, now is the time to check them out because they just launched their upgraded model of the best-selling everyday earbuds. With Raycon's upgraded everyday earbuds, now you also get active noise cancellation, ergonomic design, and multi-point connectivity that lets you pair with two devices at once. New quick charge function, three customizable sound styles plus awareness mode. Available in a variety of vibrant new colors to complement any and all skin tones. I even have a pair of earbuds in a cool green color. I have tried just about every earbud known to humankind, and these Raycons are fantastic. Seriously, if you've been wanting to check out Raycons, there truly is no better time. You're going to ask yourself why you didn't check them out sooner, and Raycon offers a 30-day happiness guarantee. So, what are you waiting for? Go to buyraycon.com slash pantheon today to get 20% off your Raycon order, plus free shipping. That's right, you'll get 20% off and free shipping at buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Buyraycon.com slash pantheon. And we are back. Fascination. Quick thoughts about this one, Sylvan, before we get into lyrics. I really enjoyed listening to this on repeat a lot more than I thought I would. And to be clear, it was only John's version that I was able to find. So it was the, the track six of Two-Bit Monsters over and over again. It really, I find has the impression of someone trying to hit have that pop hit it is throwing every little hook and trick you could get out of the gate there's lots of different rhythms there's a breakdown over the bridge there's goofy drums and bass lines and it's a, a lot of fun and i remember every time that this would come on I would dance to it around my living room at home and I probably didn't get a lot of the innuendos and so forth when I first heard it, which wasn't when it first came out because this was one of those albums that took my mom and I a while to track down after we got onto the John Hyatt bandwagon. I was probably out of print for a little bit and not at your Sam Goody or whatever record store we were going to in those days. But I do remember that wild singing of fascination was just so much fun and it works really well if you're dusting. I love that. Okay. I'm going to now call this the dusting song. <laughs> that was, that will be, it's AKA the dusting song. Yeah. I, I, um, this was not one of my favorite John albums. This was, this was still early in our, my John Hyatt fandom early in my relationship with Linda. So it wasn't really till Riding with the King where John's music clicked with me. That was mm -hmm. the first album that said, oh, wait a minute. I, I like this guy on his own, independently of me liking him because my girlfriend, aka future wife, likes him. So yeah, I think this was... It has some interesting music to it. I love some of the musical breaks in it, bridges. And I don't know if the lyrics are 
as clear. They're a little too obtuse for my face. I, I don't know if he's getting his message across that he wants to get. And maybe he deliberately wants to be vague. I don't know. But I'm looking forward to talking to you. And then, of course, we'll do a our rating. So do you want to start with the lyrics? Be happy to. So I will also say that because this is one of those CDs that didn't have the lyrics printed, it took me a while to really understand the lyrics. And there is a great quote from John somewhere that said that he remembered being on his knees in front of the record player and pulling down the treble and sitting with a notebook, writing things out. And if I can do that, my fans can do that. And I think that is just a perfect example of the chipped shoulder attitude that existed that thankfully no longer exists. Starting with the first verse, my mind is finally clearing. What is this sound I'm hearing? Chainsaws on bone and gristle, carving out a new epistle. I've got my pencil sharpened. I will not be disheartened. I won't be disenchanted, even though the news is slanted. What do we think is going on? The news is slanted is very timely, considering (laughs) this was written 30 years ago? More? 40. Yeah, 40. 40 plus. (laughs) Yeah. So I, I... um chainsaws on bone and gristle carving out a new episode i've got my pencil sharpened i will not be disappointed disheartened i assume that our narrator you know our singer is saying that he feels like the news is this almost cutting apart of things like the chainsaw on the bone and gristle it is it wasn't until i get that even the news is slanted, I understand what he's talking about. At first, I'm not sure. What is this sound I'm hearing? I didn't make that connection till he said the news is slanted. And I think this, I'm going to call it poetry, maybe not the best poetry in John Hyatt's catalog. And that is always open for interpretation. So I think at the surface level, we could say he is talking about the news media. He is talking about the general public's engagement with broader issues of what's going on in the world. But I think there's also room in this song or anything really to, is he talking about something much more micro about an interpersonal relationship and how we constantly misinterpret each other or how he wants to be read or understood in a way that that face the nation really breaks down complicated issues and puts it all out there. He wishes that the complicated issues of his life could be given that much focus and attention to be understood. Just a thought. No, I I think when you shift the, the viewpoint, Uh right, where you change your angle I absolutely could see that this I'm finally clearing, right? I'm getting clear headed uh, Mm -hmm. for whatever reason. I've been anger and I've, it's clouded me. I've had substance, may not know, but Mm -hmm. the chainsaws and bone and gristle, I am, it is, we are taking chunks of each other Mm -hmm. and, and the whole idea 
carving out a new epistle, as uh-huh. in a new chapter, a new life. Yes. And, and uh, I do wonder if that's a, a little bit of his Catholic upbringing yeah. being on there. I personally believe that rhyme took some work and also is a little bit of John showing off how clever I am. And he talks about at a certain point, you get tired of showing how clever you are and you just want to express yourself in the most pure way possible. And that will come into play in my ratings because it's both a a great little unexpected line and it's a, okay, but did you need to put it that way? And so let's continue down that path of, let's say this is a relationship. Uh where I've got my pen, we're going to start a new chapter, Uh right? And I've got my pencil sharpened. I'm ready to make a, write a new chapter, get a new going. And I'm not going to be disheartened. I'm not going to be disenchanted, even though the news is slanted. And, Uh And I think all of our listeners know in a relationship, you bring your own biases, It is hard to not have that baggage Mm -hmm. when you're discussing where you may say, oh, no, wait a minute. This isn't what I wanted. Or how about when this did that? And so I like that idea that he is that even though we're slanted, I'm not going to be disheartened. I'm not going to be disenchanted. I am going for a fresh start and I am going to push us to have a fresh start. Yep. And the pencil like sharpened, that. he's ready to start writing it down and expressing himself. Yeah. I love it. I love it. I'll go. I see you sharp uh, shaping nooses, mm-hmm. 60 minutes of excuses, airwaves mm-hmm. and wire service, trying to make me nervous. Your problems overrated. Your headaches are inflated. No talk now, only chatter. Little chipmunk, what's the matter? And then we go back to face the nation. Once again, this is a little more on point if we go with the news media, right? Though I think you can say this could be a relationship as well. I see you shaping nooses. I see you're ready, your fist up, ready to discuss, right? Uh-huh. 60 minutes of excuses. The reason why I don't make the bed is because you're going to get it anyway. The Why should I have to pick up the, my dirty clothes? It, it's just whatever the thing is, you could go through that and your problem's overrated. This shouldn't bother you. Shouldn't bother you that I don't pick up my dirty dishes and your headaches are inflated. This is should, really, you should let this go. Just as easy, it could be a news stadium, right? Going you're trying to, if it bleeds, it leads. I'm going to overly stress that our republic is in danger and we've got all this stuff going on. So I think you could make an argument. Both stories still stay. What do you think? Absolutely. I think he can be talking about the media's tradition of making someone guilty before proven innocent or trial by public opinion. Yeah. Um, And that, as you said, if it bleeds, it leads that let's talk about all the ways we're divided, which will get people to tune in because they have to find out 
what's going on and they have to pick a side. And I also wanted to just footnote that 60 Minutes, another TV program, which has been on the air since 1968. So I think that's an obvious little nod to that too. John being very clever that he's not just talking about the time that someone was talking in circles around why they're going to be hanging someone with uh, shaping nooses and just, yeah, the the idea of if if you're constantly paying attention to the, the problems of the world, then you're going to think there's nothing but problems in the world and no talk, only chatter. No one's trying to problem solve. No one's trying to get to the bottom of things. It's really just, have you heard this? What What's the buzz? What's happening? And the little chipmunk, I don't know if that was just for a rhyme or meter there, but just the idea of this clucking noise with no sense to it. Yeah, exactly. I, I agree with that. And it is the... Aaron Sorkin in The American President, Michael Douglas at the end, talks about that his opponent doesn't want to solve the problem. He just wants to make you afraid of the problem and blame mm-hmm. somebody else for the problem. I don't remember mm-hmm. the exact quote. And so, yeah, this that no talk now, only chatter to get in a soapbox on both sides. We tend to we pick our news now that that goes toward whether if you're Fox, if you're more conservative, if you're more liberal, MSNBC, and they wear those banners proudly. And they and they don't even try to hide their bias. And it's a completely different John Hyatt song, but we'll get there. Yes, it is. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Anything else on this? No, I just I really do want to uncharacteristically talk about what's going on musically in this song while these words are happening because it's compelling and you can't help I think have your blood pressure rise the same way that these media outlets as you were saying Jesse no matter which side you're on are all about riling people up and that kind of call to action that anger that get out there and do something, even though we don't want you to go out and they're doing something. We want you glued to your couch and watching us. Right. And a lot has certainly been said about how much worse it is in 2023 than it might've been in years past. I, I don't know if you could say back in 1980, if the news being slanted it was more of a recrimination or the I think it's always been a tide going in, tide going out because the great errors of yellow journalism were before the 1980s. And then you had this kind of like integrity time of the trusted news journalist and everyone, if you see it on TV, then it has to be true. And yeah, <laughs> it doesn't quite work out the way it is, but yes. Yeah. Did you have another thought about those kind of lines? Or No, I think that's a really good point because was it, Hearst, who said, I'll provide the headline or something like, I'll, we'll provide the headlines, they'll provide the war or something like that. Yeah. So, yeah, there has always been crusading journalists that, depending on which side of the fence you're on, are overstepping or heroes. So, right. yeah, absolutely. Nice. All right. 
Is it my turn to? Yes, it is. Okay. I'm entertaining notions propelled by raw emotions. Put down your time and Newsweek. Listen to me when I speak. There is no pulse to finger, no waves of grain to bring her, no purple mountain story, and no epic of glory. Face the nation. So, again, I think very obviously drawing in images of America the Beautiful, so making it a little bit more clear about who or what he's trying to talk about and facing the nation. He's talking about this nation. And what do you make of him saying there are no waves of grain to bring her no purple mountain story? So I'm, I'm immediately thought of Woody Guthrie's this land is your land, which was Mm -hmm. almost directly America, the beautiful, a different side of that, which now then people have much like born in the USA mm-hmm. miss they've taken that song yeah i think the idea of the of idea of this the media may be telling you everything's okay and but mm-hmm. it's not there is not there there are people hurting and there are people it's like we have our pulse, we have our finger on the pulse of America. But the idea that I, I put down your time in Newsweek is a great line. And listen to me when I speak. It is, yeah, I, I like of all of them, this has been my this is my favorite verse of the song. It isn't the most clever, but I think it is the most it is the most clear. And I all think really well written putting across the story. The vocal performance on it is very compelling in that he lowers his voice a little bit and really draws you in. Yes. And it's like he's he starts with some kind of recrimination and then he tells you a little bit of a secret. Yeah. That here's what I'm really thinking and here's why this is important. Yeah. It, yeah. And I think that's it is. I think John is at his best when he is telling a story, when he has a point of view. And whether you feel he did this well or not, I think it is, I feel like he is making that story and pushing Mm -hmm. it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's it. It is a pretty short song in in terms of- that three-minute song that grabs your attention. I was sharing this because I was preparing with my roommate listening, and he's, what is going on? That song is all over the place. It's doing everything. And I'm like, yeah, I, I agree with you. Yeah. That, so, that is funny. That is funny that he shared that. Yeah, that's, I love that. Hey, what's going on? So very cool. What is he trying to do? And it's, I really found that interesting that it's, yeah, this is his trying stage. Yes. And I guess we can talk about whether he succeeds when we do our ratings. So yes. Whose turn is it to go first? I think I'll go first. I think this is a swing and a miss. 
There's certainly some interesting musical things, a few brief lyrics that work for me. But overall, I think this is is a two to me. I don't think maybe I'd give it a two and a half if we did half scores. But to me, this is a solid two. How about you? I would agree with you that it is good, but it's really when you compare it to everything else in the John Hyatt catalog that you're like, oh, it's just not as good because I do think maybe he just was biting off a little bit more than he could chew, Mm -hmm. both musically and thematically. But it is a lot of fun. And as I said, I listened to it over and over for more than 24 hours and I enjoyed it every time. It came around. I certainly would not choose it as an introduction to John unless I knew something very specific about the person I was introducing John's music to. Yeah, I agree. But yeah, it's a good two. And as everyone remind, remember that we rates one and twos out of love. And if yes, it's a two, it's still better than some other songs that we Absolutely. don't have to go into right now. Yes, exactly. All right. Great. What do you think, dear listener? Is this, are you in love with angry young John? Were you out on the porch smoking, listening to angry John loud? Let us know. If someone wants to reach you, how can they, Sylvan? They can reach out to me on Facebook where I am Sylvan Groth. I'm often making myself at home and butting my nose into conversations on the John Hyatt fan uh, group page. They can also reach out to us at perfectlygoodpodcast at gmail.com. And if you do a little bit of searching on either Facebook or Google, you might find our website that has all sorts of information about our upcoming song list and what we're doing and why. So those are options. Super. I am at Jesse Jackson DFW on Twitter, AKA X. Uh, I am also on Facebook. You can leave us a voicemail, 469 249 2442. I did want to share that as we're recording this, the we just got that we were number six in the top 100 indie music history weekly chart on Good Pods. So thank you guys that listen on Good Pods. We appreciate it. And if you could tell a friend about it and go to iTunes, rate and review us. We would love to get some fresh iTunes reviews. All right. I think that's going to be it, except have a little faith. Have a little faith, even if not in the media, in each other. And of course, always John and your fellow John Hyatt fan. Said, said. Perfect. Bye. Okay. Bye-bye. Baby, we can come on home. Put the cow horns back on the Cadillac and change the message on the cold of It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. 
and why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. 